Welcome back to the Human Up Podcast. My name is Victor Ung. I am a tech consultant turned life coach, writer, and podcaster. After a half a decade in one of the biggest tech consulting firms in the world, I realized I also didn't want to be a, a cog in the machine. So decided to figure out how to live my life with a little more intention rather than just letting life happen to me. And in doing so, I became really interested in the topic of emotional intelligence. And for those who are not familiar with that or, or at least want to know a little more on what I think emotional intelligence is, you can refer to my first couple episodes to understand where I'm coming from. There are many different definitions of emotional intelligence, aka EQ, uh, or our emotional intelligence quotient. But for the most part, it's to be able to identify our emotions, sort through them, and manage them in a way that is helpful for you rather than, um, rather than detrimental or, or harmful. That was education that I didn't have for myself. And not knowing how to be intelligent with my emotions, I found myself very stagnant and complacent in my life and my work and my relationships. It's a good thing I had amazing friends around me to to support me and also develop a lot of my own self-awareness and and uh, emotional intelligence there. But But for all the other areas of my life, I didn't really know what I wanted. And and that's held me back for, for long enough. And so in this journey so far, I have been doing a lot of writing and podcasting and life coaching to be able to help others along the way um, as I also develop myself and, and learn all the different tools and, and ways to, you know, to just go through my own personal development. And in this episode, I wanted to read one of my old blog posts that I published a while back about what I've learned in the recent years as I, as I got older. So we'll get into it after a message from my sponsor. First off, thank you for being a listener of the Human Up podcast. I definitely have so much to say and express and all the things that I've experienced and observed throughout my life that I've honestly been cultured and, and kind of pressured to, to bite my tongue against. So I really love being able to use this platform and this medium as a podcast to do so. And it wouldn't be possible without Anchor.fm, which is the hosting platform I use to distribute this podcast. It's perfect for me right now because it's free and automatically distributes distributes my episodes to all the different platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. And the cool part is that there are tools to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So you don't even need any extra software or services to, to create the podcast. And you can even make money from the podcast with no minimum listenership by recording ads like this. So if you have a message to send and ideas to spread, definitely download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And who knows, maybe we can collab and create a, a podcast episode together. If you do end up creating one, you should definitely hit me up and, and we can do something there. With that, let's get back to the episode. So this blog post is called, I've been trying so hard to be someone that I forgot to be myself. 
I guess you could say I've had an epiphany or an aha moment in learning to accept myself. I've realized that all throughout my life, I was trying to be someone else. I would look up to those successful entrepreneurs or famous celebrities or even that popular kid in my high school and try to do everything they would do. But I'm naturally a little more quiet, shy, introverted, especially with those I'm not comfortable with. My friends might disagree, but I, I also love being alone. So every time I tried to be someone else, it felt unnatural, like I was stretching myself thin. And instead of inspiring or motivating me, I put these people on a pedestal. And that just made me feel worse about myself, about how they were everything I was not. Social media is a magical thing. But as we know from our favorite wizarding world, there is good magic and evil magic. And I almost forgot what side I was on. I got caught up in seeing the best parts of everyone else's lives and created my own image of what qualities a successful person should have. Oh, I, I have to be smart, funny, witty, inspiring, fun, charming, a good talker, athletic, confident all the time, have a thick skin, show no weakness. But this obviously created an impossibly perfect person in my head, and it overwhelmed me, beating me into self-doubt. Oh, I, I would never be able to be like that. They're just a different breed. To me, success with wide-reaching impact was a distant pipe dream. I was blinded with starry-eyed goggles. I see all of these successful, abundant, happy, fulfilled people and all of the things I should do to get there, I should be a morning person, meditate, journal, follow intermittent fasting, drink matcha green tea, say no to invites, write, network, add value every day, hustle, hustle, hustle. I know success is about creating habits, but my problem was that I was torturing myself whenever I couldn't stick to them. If I missed a day of writing, my mind immediately became pessimistic and it bullied me. Yeah, see, told you you're not cut out for this, Victor. This isn't for you. But I learned the hard way that there was no reason for treating myself that way. Sure, all of these successful people had a disciplined routine, but they've had years of practice and support to maintain high production. They're in the majors, and I'm still in Little League hitting t-ball. I can't be comparing myself to them. I have to stop using the language that I should do this or I should be that because, first of all, it's not strong, committed language. And second of all, it adds unnecessary pressure to be something I'm not. And just because these successful people have the limelight, it doesn't necessarily mean I have to do everything they do. We all have different ways of getting where we want to go, so I can't just blindly follow the stars. I have to find my own to guide me instead. There's a paradox in chasing the success traits. It made me think that I had to be something in order to be someone. Ironically, striving for the qualities of who I deemed successful was what stunted me for so long. I would compare myself to someone else and immediately tell myself that I didn't have what they have, and that lowered my confidence to be able to do what they did. In college, I saw so many guys picking up girls at bars, clubs, and parties. I heard so many stories of these wins, and I wanted that. Of course I did. I wanted to feel desirable, that I had game, that I could attract anyone I wanted. So I even started reading up on pickup artists and dating tactics. 
I studied things like witty things to say to make any girl fall in love with you or reading articles like what to say and do to make her wanting more. It's so embarrassing to even admit, but I tried to be someone that every woman would be attracted to, that suave, witty, charming guy that always says the right thing at the right time. But what I didn't realize was that this whole chase to being attractive was exactly what was destroying my chance of ever being attractive. There's a really cool quote from Mark Manson in The Subtle Art of Not Giving. If you're dreaming of something all the time, then you're reinforcing the same unconscious reality over and over, that you are not that. The more I thought I had to be smart, the more of a fraud or imposter I thought I was. The more funny I tried to be, the more awkward I felt. The more confidence I wanted to portray, the more weakness I displayed. So why did I keep telling myself I'm not as smart as that entrepreneur or as funny as that dude or as entertaining as those YouTube celebrities? Why did I keep comparing myself to someone else and allowing them to affect so many of my thoughts, feelings, and emotions? Well, maybe because it's easier. It's easier to look at someone else's life rather than your own. It's easier to consume than to create. It's easier to dream than to be. Or maybe it's not. Maybe from now on, all I have to do is just be smart, funny, and confident. No more distancing myself from the qualities that I want. It's already in me. Of course, in practice, being someone with my favorite human qualities is a lot more complicated than just telling myself I have it. But I think it definitely starts there. I'll have productive days, I'll have lazy days. I'll have days where I'm confident, joyful, expressive. I'll have days where I doubt myself, or I'm unsure of what to say, or if it would make sense, or if people would even care. That was my problem, was that every time I felt any negative part, it just consumed me. It immediately made me think about all the worst things and created so much doubt around myself, and and obviously that held me back way too much. So who do I want to be? Scratch that. Who am I and why am I awesome? I'm, I'm never one to brag about myself because I honestly kind of hate it when people do that, but I honestly never do it for myself. So I am going to be a little selfish today and say that I am weird because I am contemplative. I'm not the most disciplined, but I am lighthearted, adaptable, and easygoing. I am not witty, but I have a relatable sense of humor. I don't always know what to say immediately, but I am a deep thinker. I am not the most charming, but I am friendly and easy to talk to. I doubt myself sometimes, but I value humility and guidance rather than claiming to know everything. I am awesome because that's who I'd rather be. Thank you guys for listening to one of my old readings of my blog post. It was one of my favorite ones to write back in the day, and as I was reading it into this mic, I was like, this is this is real cheesy, dude. <laughs> but um, I, I hope that it maybe helps you think about things a little bit differently for yourself. Um, and it was definitely very uh, personal and, and, you know, self focused. Um, I use a lot of eyes rather than use. And uh, that's one of the things as a writer is uh, you want to be able to make sure you relate and connect to your reader rather than, you know, use too many eyes where it becomes like a personal journal. 
And my excuse was that I wanted to use myself as an example and, and not be one of those, you know, gurus or, you know, experts who are telling you what to do or how you should do something or uh, whatnot. But again, I hope that was engaging at least and uh, thought provoking. If so, I, I do want to hear from you and, and what you thought about it or how this helped you. It'd be really good for me to、uh, know how to move forward from here. And so go ahead and subscribe to this podcast as well as my blog at Victor Ung, that's VictorUng.com slash subscribe. And in doing so, you'll also get a free PDF of the 11 exercises that I've collected that、uh, have boosted my own emotional intelligence. And so these are some cool tools for you to use on your own life. So, again, subscribe at victorung.comslash subscribe. And there you'll get direct emails from me. So you can go ahead and just reply to those emails to、uh, let me know what you think. So, thank you for listening. And I will catch you next Monday. See ya.